0: Hey everyone, welcome to 11 Questions, where each week we meet a new person and get to know them. I'm your host, Amantiwana, and today we are meeting a South Asian author, Nisha Sharma. Let's get to know her with 11 Questions. Hi Nisha, welcome to 11 Questions. Oh, thanks for having me. I want to start by asking, are you a tea person or a coffee person?
1: <laughs> I'm both. I have tea in the evening and I have coffee in the morning. <laughs>
0: What's something that brings you the most joy?
1: That's a good question. And I think it depends on my mood and the day. A lot of things bring me joy. So I'm incredibly privileged and blessed to be able to say that. My family, um, my pets definitely bring me joy. A really good book. Definitely traveling when I can start traveling again. Um, that always brings me joy. Did
0: you always want to be a
1: writer? I did. I think my journey started when I was a kid and my mom would take us to the local library and I would tell stories and, you know, write it on construction paper and, like, put them together by, like, putting yarn in the, like, the three-hole punch. And then I started reading Nancy Drew and Hardy Boy Mysteries and they um had series with both of them together um like the Nancy Drew and Hardy Boy like crossover series and I love the idea of Nancy Drew and Frank Hardy like fighting crime and like all, solving all these mysteries together and so I started writing like what I considered fan fiction at the time of stories with them and after writing these continuations of these stories I ended up starting to develop my own and I've been writing Love stories ever since. But if you
0: couldn't be a writer, what else would you be doing? You think?
1: Um, well, I think I would be using my degree. I'm a lawyer by trade, so I'd probably just be focusing on my career there. Um, I'm still, I still have my fingers and toes and a couple different uh, consulting opportunities that that I'm doing on the side. But um, that would probably take over my life <laughs> if I wasn't writing. <laughs>
0: And when you write your books, do you follow a routine?
1: Um, So, I used to be really, you know, because when I was working full time as a person um, utilizing my degree, I would basically squeeze in writing wherever I could. When I was commuting to the city, I would write in the morning and edit on the evening train back home. But now, because I only consult a couple days a week, I have um, a pretty set schedule of when I sit down at my computer to try to write. If writing doesn't happen in that time period, if I'm just not feeling productive, um, usually I'll pick it back up in the evening and try in the evening. Luckily, I have more control over my schedule now, so my routine is pretty much, I have time blocks And I use those time blocks to basically, you know, guide a lot of my writing schedule. But for the most part, I have the flexibility of switching things around.
0: And is your workspace a messy space or an organized one? No, it's
1: very organized. (laughs) I am in Saying about clean like workspace work surface areas i have like a laptop a monitor my headphones a charger and my keyboard and mouse on my desk and that is it like there's nothing else periodically like i'll have my ipad on a stand if i'm like doing uh like writing sprints and my ipad will be my timer and that is that is literally it (laughs) so it's very organized
0: yeah, kind of guessed looking behind you <laughs> that you're an organized person.
1: <laughs> I am, I am incredibly organized. It's, um, it's one of those things that helps me like focus on the work that I'm doing. If I have too much, too messy the space, I feel like I'm just not able to focus on the task at hand. It's not like nothing is, nothing feels done, right? So it's definitely. I can clean. relate.
0: Also, yeah. like if it's messy before I get into any work, I start cleaning up so (laughs) it doesn't really help (laughs) is there something that you find really challenging about the whole writing process
1: um all of it (laughs) I think uh the easiest part about the writing process is the dreaming part which is just the spark to developing the story the brainstorming part for me is always the easy part um, but the actual sitting down to write the story and then edit the story and then package and market the story, those are all of the most challenging aspects of the novel for me. Um, just telling the story itself is the, the stuff that I, I truly feel comes easily, which is a blessing. Just getting it on paper is always like where I start struggling. But I think that every writer struggles with a different part of the story and a different part of the process. I wouldn't trade my struggles for anyone else's just because I have a familiarity with it. And now I've developed different ways that I can kind of circumvent those difficult humps and actually get the project done.
0: And where do you usually find inspiration for the stories that you write?
1: It could be anything and anywhere. Um, I often believe in asking the question, what if, that generally sparks the idea so, if I'm like out in public and I see something that's super fascinating, I'll often ask myself, like, what if this would happen? And that is often the start of a new story for me.
0: If you hit like a writer's block, how do you work around it? <sighs>
1: Having deadlines definitely helps because you can't you can't afford to have writer's block. But often I'll I'll sit with friends and I'll talk to friends about what's bothering me with the story and my friends are great. They help me ask the right questions and explore other possibilities, which is the best way to get around writer's block for me.
0: If you were to be deserted on an island,
1: which three books would you take with you? Oh my goodness, that's a good question. I think that uh, if I was deserted on an island, the three books that I would take would be, it's called Rock Hard by Melanie Singh. I would take a book about how to get off a deserted island. <laughs> <laughs> and I would also take a survival guide. <laughs> like, so those would be my three books.
0: <laughs> Very wise choices. <laughs> yeah. And for our last question, if you were to pick one interesting life experience or story from your life to share with us, what would you tell
1: us today? Oh, that's that's also a really good question. I feel like my life isn't as like, interesting as, as so many other people's lives because I generally just, like, have spent so much of it, like, just working and going to school. I guess the one interesting story is that um, there's only really been one other major, like, person who's who's a writer in my family history in my family lineage he's my um great great grandfather and about a hundred plus years ago he wrote a letter I, I have a copy of it framed in my library actually where he talked about the family history and his love for poetry and his love for literature and, um, uh, my first, uh, hardcover, my first young adult novel, my so-called Bollywood life was published on the hundredth anniversary of his birthday. That's awesome. So, yeah. So that's, I think, you know, probably the, the coolest thing that I, that I have <laughs> about my life that the one other person in our family history who loved literature as much as me, I got to celebrate the release of my book on his hundredth birthday.
0: Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Nisha, for answering all my questions. And I also want to tell you that I loved your book, My So-Called Bollywood Life. (laughs) I listened to it on audio, and I think I walked a lot that week because I just wanted to keep listening to the
1: book. And I'm really looking
0: forward to reading your latest book, Radha and Jay's Recipe for Romance. So just tell me a little bit about the book. What's it
1: about? Yeah, sure. So Radha and Jay's Recipe for Romance. Um, is about, um, the main character, Jay, is actually a secondary character in my so-called Bollywood life. He's a junior in my so-called Bollywood life. He's a senior in Robin Jay's Western romance. And he's the head of the Bollywood dance team. And, um, he comes from a family that has really struggled over the past few years. His family owns um, a convenience store, and he has to make the choice of not going to college and supporting his family by working at the store instead of pursuing an education, which is what everyone wants him to do, but what he he knows that his personal sacrifice, he can't do it. It also involves Radha, who's a new student who attends the school, and she's a classically trained pop dancer. She has this wonderful future ahead of her, but at the peak moment of her career, she walks away because of the family betrayal and she has to start over from scratch. That restart um, is what leads her to joining this new school where she runs into Jay. And Jay needs her to help choreograph the final routine for the Bollywood dance team in order to really succeed. And she doesn't want to dance again, but they grow together and they grow close and it's about complicated family relationships and Rava's healing journey that is paralleled with her journey in the kitchen, which is how she connects with her father who no longer lives with them. It's probably the hardest book that I've written to date, but it definitely is one of the most rewarding, cathartic books that I've written. So um, it's not as slapstick comedy as my so-called Bollywood life, but it definitely has the same tone. I hope you enjoy it.
0: The characters are very busy, to simply put it. So yeah. do you take inspiration from people in your
1: life, around <laughs> you, for any of them? Not really. Of course, you know, my personal relationships and my personality and the things that I know always will influence the work that I create, because what I know is always going to have an impact in the work that I create. But I think that with the stories that I'm developing, it's often I will create the character based on the circumstances that I want to discuss. So I wanted to write a dance book and I wanted to write a book that specifically dealt with some sort of a healing process. And out of that came Rava and Jay.
0: And is there anything new that you're working on right now? Any new Yeah, book?
1: so I have an adult rom-com. It's my first adult rom-com. And it's very funny, like my so-called ball of life. I, of course, am biased because I wrote it. And I think my jokes are funny. But <laughs> um I think that's up to debate. <laughs> Fading Dr. Dill comes out in March of 2022, March 15th. And it's up for pre-order now. Um Information is on my website at nisha-sharma.com. That is about a person who just turned 30 and who has to find someone to get married so she can get this money that her dad had set aside for her wedding <laughs> and buy the house that, buy her mom's house. Otherwise, she's going to lose her mom's house. And Dr. Bill is the this cardiologist who uh, has a talk show and he doesn't believe in love, but he also... Is short for cash. So, uh, they may have to pair up in order to achieve their goals, even though their meeting did not start on the best, (laughs) the best of terms.
0: (laughs) Oh, such a rom com. I look forward (laughs) to (laughs)
1: it. Definitely.
0: (laughs) And if listeners want to buy any of your previous books or pre order, how can they do that?
1: Um, I have links on my website that you can, um, pretty much order it at a bookstore or online retailer that um, you prefer they're, it's they're all they're up everywhere so
0: thank you again nisha for being a guest on my podcast it was really great talking to you
1: thanks for having me i'm so glad we get to we got to
0: do this listeners do check out nisha's books on her website and you can also follow her on instagram at nisha i'll meet you again next week with a new guest thank you for listening to our conversation today Hope you enjoyed getting to know our guest as much as I did. You can also watch a video version of this conversation on 11 Questions YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you like this episode, please leave a 5 star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at 11QuestionsPod for more videos and updates. And I'll be back next week with a new guest. Bye!